And welcome back to part two of this episode of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I am your host, Tony Defio. Thank you to everybody in the live chat for sticking with me and for joining me. And here's a here's a a a big quote from a, a all caps quote from Ezra. If I can find it, if I can do this right for once. And he says, no forfeit. And I agree, no forfeit. I don't want to see a forfeit. I don't think, again, I don't think that's what that's a precedent you want you want to set. And here's a here's a differing view, or maybe it's not a differing view, but here's a a, a view from Yul Skinner, who always has some hard opinions. Suit up and play the game from your entire roster. These delays are a huge joke, in my opinion. Well, I would agree. Like if, if if six Ravens players tested positive on Monday, and 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 they were out for the game, then yeah, you 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 play. But the problem is, and just like the problem with the Titans, is they kept having positive tests throughout the week. So, you know, you might, you can test all the way up until game time, or I'm sure the day before the game, I should say. Uh, and, and and what if there's false negatives, right? And then you play the game. It's like with Vance McDonald. He he, he tested negative before the, right before the game or a day before the Dallas game. And then he tested positive after. So, you know, if it's a, if it's a, a whole slew of players early in the week and you have, and you contain it and you have no other positive tests show up, then yeah, sorry, too bad, Ravens. And by the way, uh, Lamar Jackson is not going to play on Tuesday. He's out. I mean, people, a lot of people were saying that that you know that it was a conspiracy by the Ravens to 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 sort of drag it out to to um, assure that Jackson plays. But once you test positive, you have to miss I think ten days or fourteen days, whatever it is. I think it's ten days. Either way, it's gonna it's gonna you know cover this game for sure. So. You know he's out, and I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if did J.K. Dobbins test positive or he or he or is he just a a a, a contact tracing uh, casualty? I, I'm not sure, but but I know for sure that RG3, provided he doesn't test positive, RG3 is going to be the starting quarterback for the Ravens. So, you know the Ravens aren't going to gain any kind of advantage from this unless the game gets wiped out totally, and they have to go to an 18th week. So. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about before I take some questions, and that is the logistics of the playoffs with this whole COVID thing. And I, I, I kind of joke tweeted on uh, Friday morning that if, if, like for example, if the Steelers are playing the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, which I would sign up for it, well, I'd sign up for any matchup if it involves the Steelers, and, and Russell Wilson um, tested positive like two days before the game, people would want to forfeit. That would be trending. Forfeit would be trending, you know, the hashtag forfeit, but that would never happen. There's no way you know, they, they could, they would, they could delay that Super Bowl for infinity if they wanted to, or at least until March. So they're going to get that game in. And, and, and if you think that the NFL is going to play any Super Bowl with uh, star players missing because of COVID when they have a whole, win- when they have a pretty big window to get the game in and there's no really, there's no real, um, you don't have to worry about, fans i guess uh i mean i guess there'd be a few thousand fans in at at, at uh, raymond james stadium for that game but i guess they you know if you, if you moved it back a week or a few days that uh, you know you could still accommodate uh, maybe you know give me uh, a hotel uh some hotel accommodations but other than that you know they can kind of move the game back as much as they want it uh and that got me to thinking about the playoffs like what you know people you know are are you know Talk, you know, they're going on about the regular season, but what happens in the postseason? Like, what happens if, if there's a 
uh, an outbreak um, in, in involving one team on the eve of a, a wild card playoff game. Uh, and, and do they move it to a Monday or a Tuesday? And if they do that, you know, how compromised is the, uh, is the winner of that game if they have to play on a short week? And yeah, I mean, that might be okay for the regular season. I think, it, I think the regular season, you do whatever you can to, uh, to get through, a to get through this, but once the postseason is here, I remember after that, uh, that Browns game, that, that, uh, famous comeback against the Browns in a wild card game back in 2002, Cower was, was just beside himself with, 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 with anger because that game was on a Sunday and the divisional round game that they, they scheduled it against the Titans. They scheduled it for a Saturday. So he was beside himself. He was upset. How could you do this? So could you imagine what a coach would say uh, if a postseason game was played on a Tuesday and they had to turn around and play, you know, I don't think they would make a play on a, on a, on a Saturday, but if they played them, they made him play on a Sunday, you know, and what if that and what if that game can't go at all? Like what if they, they just keep having positive tests and and they can't play that game at all? Do they wipe out the whole round and and and, and push everything back for a week? They would almost have to because you would you would have to keep everybody on an even schedule, right? Or on, I'm sorry, an equal schedule. You know, you would have to keep everybody on the same like in the wild card round. They would have to have the same schedule, right? You couldn't. You couldn't have three, or I guess it'd be four this year, four wild card games, or how many would there be? Three, whatever many. Like you couldn't have like, like all all but one of the wild card games take place one week. You would they would all they would all have to be played on the same week, you know. And and like what if the what if the AFC Championship game had to be postponed because of of a COVID outbreak? Do you you would almost have to can't have to postpone the NFC Championship game too because you know they would they those the winners of each of those games would have to have an equal amount of time to prepare for the Super Bowl, you know? So I think it's a pretty interesting, fascinating um, uh, topic because it's something that really, I really haven't heard anybody talk about uh, this whole so far during the regular season. It's just all been about, you know, moving games within the season, which logistically is a lot easier to do. Um, you can even add an 18th week, but when it comes to the playoffs, I mean, geez, you know, Everybody's worried about the Steelers losing their bye, but they might have two buys in the postseason. They might have three buys. You just never know how this is all going to play out. So I just think it's a pretty fascinating uh, uh, topic. So those are my topics for today, and I will take some questions now. And there's my man, T-Money, Terry, my friend, good friend, Terry. There's Donald Nolan. Uh, he brings up a good point about RG3. I'll, I'll get his comment up there. RG, RG3 stats versus Steelers last year, 11 for 21, 96 yards, one INT. He's a backup for a reason. Yeah, he's a backup for a reason, and, and Lamar Jackson is a uh, former MVP for a reason, and, and, and people think, oh, well, they're similar. Well, not really. It's like saying Devin Bush and, and, uh, and, and, and uh, Ulysses Gilbert are similar athletes. They're, they're really not. So it's, it's a good point. You know, I, I think the Steelers have a, a huge advantage there. Uh, uh, fa facing uh, RG3. Here's one from Informed 80, a comment. If you think a nylon thin mask will save you from an actual deadly virus, think again, buddy. You're smarter than that, dude. This COVID nonsense doesn't make sense and the world knows it. Well, I think that's a, a big old conspiracy thing, Informed 80. I don't know why you would uh, why you would throw that out there, but that's, I, don't, I don't agree with that at all. I think you have to, I think you have to try to be as safe as possible. 
and all this. And here's a, here's one from Ron Chess. Felicia and, and Felicia, the game RG three RG three beat us, but it was without Ben. Steelers just playing outstring. Des Bryant not as good now as as any of our five receivers. Hollywood Brown nothing special. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have to remember that. I think the Steelers. I think they. I, I don't want to say they were defeated in that game uh, emotionally or mentally, but but uh, you know, I think they knew that 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 their chances of making the playoffs were, were pretty slim and, and and the Ravens had nothing to lose. They had their, they had everything wrapped up as far as their number, the number one seed. And, you know, when you, when you're playing nice and loose like that, um, you know, I think you, I think it gives you a somewhat of an advantage, especially if you're at home, which they were, they were in Baltimore, they were in Pittsburgh and, you know, halfway through the game, it was pretty apparent that Pittsburgh wasn't going to, wasn't going to make the playoffs because the uh, Titans were, we're uh, taking care of business against the Texans. So I think this game it, it will be a lot different. First of all, I think the Steelers are going to be motivated to, to lay the smack down on, on Baltimore because of everything that's gone on with, with, with COVID uh, with, with the, all the delays and uh, you know, they're, they're by their, their days off being all shuffled around. So I think they're going to be motivated and, and motivated or not, they should, they should win this game. If, you know, if you're facing the, the other team's uh, backup quarterback, and you're uh, one heck of a defense, and you're ten and zero as a team. Then you should take care of that uh, that team pretty pretty handily. You know, I mean, stranger things have happened, and we saw what happened a few weeks ago in Dallas with uh, uh, Garrett Gilbert as their fourth string quarterback or fifth string, whatever he was at that point. <laughs> uh, so you never know, and this is a pretty uh, pretty heated rivalry, and, and and the Ravens are a proud organization. So I don't expect them to lay down and 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 and, and play dead on on uh, Tuesday, provided the game is played. But I I I do expect the Steelers to 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 win the game uh, pretty handily at the end. I I didn't uh, before all this stuff started happening. You know I, I don't know if the uh, I should I should actually go in and change it. I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's it, it's it's still early enough. I should, I should change my uh, my weekly prediction on behind the steel curtain. I, I had the uh, Ravens winning in overtime, twenty three twenty. I know, boo me. But that was before all this stuff started happening with the uh, with the COVID, with uh, or at least what I think I think uh, Dobbins and uh, and uh, Mark Ingram were, were already uh, ruled out for that game. But it was but certainly not Lamar Jackson. So I think that's that was my only motivation was uh, for that. But with, without Lamar Jackson, I, I don't see the, the Steelers losing this game. So let's see what else we have here in terms of some questions. Let's see. Here's one from Mike O'Malley, another mother. Uh, by the time we play the Rapids, they will have their starters and won't, and we won't. That's not true. Uh, unless they, unless they bump back to week 18, I, I know for a fact that Lamar Jackson is not going to be able to play in this game unless I'm sadly mistaken. Um, here's one. For, here's a question from Ron Chess. Uh, Tony, do you think Steelers come out five wide and build fast lead? I think they just, they just stick to. To whatever what they've been doing uh, all year, I think you know the short passing game. You know, I don't th- I don't think there's any need to try to establish the running game. Uh, you just again, you just want it to be effective. But I think you come out and and you you try to um, you, you you stay within yourself like like you've been doing all year. You know, you, you Ben has a plethora of targets. Obviously, the he's four deep at receiver. He's two deep at tight end. Uh, I think you just stick with you just dance with what, what, what's been bringing you so far. 
or what's brung you so far? Uh, let's see what else we have here. Yep, here's one from Yule Skinner, a comment. The Steelers will be incensed. I think they will. I think they're going to be pretty motivated. Uh, if, you, if you go back to that Titans game, Ben seemed pretty motivated, uh, especially early on. I mean, he got into it with uh, uh, the guy that uh, there was a, a, a t- Titans defender that, that was called for uh, um, roughing the passer. He got into it with him. You hardly ever see Ben jawing with another, uh, another player. So I think he was pretty motivated. And I think they're going to be pretty motivated to uh, – just to, to pluck the, the Ravens this, uh, this Tuesday night. Here's one from Donald Nolan, the question. Who, who has bigger game this week, Juju, Deontay, Claypool, or James Washington? Hmm. I don't know. That's, I don't know. I think it's anyone's guess. Uh, I think anyone, and we've talked about this before. That's what's so great about this receiving core. Any one of them could have a uh, a great game. It's they're just so deep, and Ben is just you know he's he's playing the uh, he's playing the offense, at least the passing game, like a violin right now. I mean, he's just uh, or he's playing the other the opposing defenses like a violin. He's just uh, they're they're in a really great situation. I mean, James Washington. I mean, he's basically uh, he gets one or two opportunities a game now and he's i think he's a talented receiver so maybe it's his turn to have a big game i mean you know maybe it's his turn to turn to break out and and, uh and go nuts i mean that's that's something you see often in these kind of rivalry games is is unknown uh unknown heroes emerging look look at a few years ago when ryan mallet uh almost cost the steelers a playoff berth he they signed him off the street and he 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 beat the Steelers in the next to last game, you know, so you, you just never know, but uh, you know, uh, any, any one of those guys could, could, um, could emerge as a, as, as the, the, the hero. And I missed the super chat and I'm sorry, here's one. I'll try to get it up here. I found it. I have the question in front of me. I just want to make sure everybody else can see it. If not, I'll just uh, read it. That's yeah, pretty far, far, far gone. I must've, I must've missed it uh, earlier, but anyway, Here's one from a $4.99 super chat from Maxwell Holcomb. And I thank you for that, uh, that uh, donation. Just hoping we can get this game in and stay healthy and control the spread of CV-19. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the key. You have to, and, and, and informed 80, I'll, I'll go back to him. You know, he thinks this is a big old uh, nothing burger and it really doesn't matter what, what you think or I think it's, it's like, I always argue with people about the, uh, about drug suspensions for, for marijuana. People, oh, it's no big deal. You know, it's a recreational drug. People do it all the time. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, 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 you know, this is back then when, when guys like Le'Veon Bell were, were, te- were, were being suspended for testing positive for missing drug tests. Uh, it doesn't matter what you think or what I think or, 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 or if you think this is, this is all a bunch of BS. The NFL is going gonna, to react this way to positive tests. So, uh, you know, that's just how it is. There's a protocol in place for a reason. And, and they're, they're, they're trying to, to do whatever they can to get these games in. And if they have to, if they have to delay it a few games or a few days, then that's what they're going to have to do. It really, you know, you can sit there and spout all the stuff you want and call me a sheep if you want informed 80, which I didn't put that up there, but that's what he called me. It doesn't really matter. It's what the NFL thinks. And the NFL thinks that, they have to try to c- contain this thing as much as possible. And if one or two players or, or staff members test positive, well, they're going to, they're going to, um, 
do whatever they can to keep their players safe and to keep uh, their staff members safe and their coaches safe and, and, and make sure that this doesn't turn into a big major outbreak. That's what, that's just what's going to happen. Uh, here's, um, here's one from Yule Skinner and, and I'm telling you what, I mean, I had my doubts early on, uh, Robert Spillane. Spillane is due again for another crunching play. I've, I figured, you know, when they, when they went out and, and, and traded for Avery Williamson, I thought, okay, it's just a matter of time, but, uh, evidently they're, 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 they're believing in Robert Spillane and, and, and he has, you know, they're not going to keep him in there just because he's a, a, a great underdog story. They're going to, they're going to do what they can, uh, what's best for the defense and what's best for their team. So if they thought Avery Williamson was the better option right now, I think he'd be in there by now, but he's hardly getting any playing time. He's coming in in garbage time, essentially. I mean, fortunately for him, the last two games have been decided uh, by the fourth quarter and, and, and he's, um, he's gotten some playing time, but I mean, you know, they have not, they have not been able to get uh, Spillane out of the lineup. So, you know, that's, that's a, a testament to him and, and, and how he's taken advantage of, of, of this opportunity and how he's, he has stepped up, you know, Mike Tomlin, you know, we talk about the standard is the standard. That's one of his slogans, uh, next man up. And, you know, he's gotten his guys to believe in it. He's gotten his guys to buy in, you know, uh, on the outside looking in, it doesn't, it doesn't always seem uh, realistic, you know, and often it isn't, you know, we saw that last year with the quarterback play, but you know, uh, the great thing about Tomlin is he has not, his messaging has not gotten stale. You know, it's, what are we, 13, 14 years into his career, and they, they still they still play hard for him. They still believe in what he has to say. So he's he's getting the job done, and and, and I think Robert Spillane, you know, obviously he gets the, the lion's share of the credit for he's the one taking advantage of the opportunity, but, but uh, kudos to Tomlin uh, for believing in him and for his coaches, Keith Butler and, and his, 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 his position coaches for, for st- sticking with him and believing in him and developing him. And, and, and he has not been a liability in that defense. I mean, if he was, I think we'd know by now. What else we have here? I think I saw some breaking news. Michael O'Malley, Tony, don't let it get under your skin. Everyone has an opinion, just like COVID affects everyone differently. 98% survive, though. That's a fact. Yeah, I know. That is. That's a survival rate. But that, that, that doesn't matter. And he's not like not that he was getting under my skin. I'm just trying to prove a point that you can call me a sheep. You can call the, the NFL sheep. But the NFL is going to react a certain way to positive tests. That's the way it is. So, I mean, you can sit there and and, and – talk about survival rates and everything, but they're, they're still going to react a certain way. So that's why you have to keep following the protocol and the guidelines and the players have to wear masks on the sideline. The coaches have to wear masks at all times. They just have to keep following these protocols. Cause if they don't, if, if there's a positive test, if there's an outbreak, it could affect, it could, it could affect um, and then the playoffs. It could, it, you look, look what it's doing this week with, with these, with these teams. So, you know, it's not about opinions. It's about, what happens? It's about facts and what happens when these players test positive. The NFL reacts a certain way, and it's going to continue to react a certain way. It's not. It's not suddenly going to go. Um, oh, we don't care about these positive tests anymore. We're, we're going to forge ahead. No, they're going to. They're going to postpone games. They're going to uh, possibly uh, eliminate weeks at the end of the season, or, or I'm sorry, uh, add weeks at the end of the season. Uh, eliminate buys. You know, to, uh, possibly postpone playoff games, like I mentioned earlier screw it's, it's all going to be 
all over the place. So, you know, it's not about opinions. It's about facts. And this is how the NFL is going to react. They've, they've set a precedent. This is what we do under these circumstances. We react seriously to these positive tests. Uh, let's see here. Here's one from, from Tom. Schefter said, even if more Steelers test positive, the game will be played. And the NFL has told Pitt to use practice squad players if they have to. But yeah, because uh, uh, Stefan Tuitt and, and uh, Gerald Hawkins and I think uh, yeah Isaiah Bugs they all they're all in the pro, uh, in the uh, COVID protocol right now. So yeah, I mean again, it's not just it's not just the Ravens. It's 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 happening to a lot of teams. So um, on that note, I will bid you adieu. It's been a, it was a pretty spirited show. I had a lot of fun. I love interacting. Even if we disagree, no hard feelings. This is a, uh, it's, it's all sports. Uh, at, at the end of the day, we're, we're all sports fans and all Steelers fans. So I just want to thank you all for sticking with me and, and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, and just a reminder, I was informed on uh, uh, last night by Brian Anthony Davis that the hangover will be on Wednesday, which I guess makes sense. because we, we always try to have it after the game. Um, so, that we, we that won't be on Monday, but check that out on Wednesday. I don't know. I don't know what the schedule is going to be like as far as podcasts on Monday and Tuesday, but certainly the hangover will be on Wednesday. So I'll talk to you all then. So enjoy the rest of your of your uh, Thanksgiving weekend. If you're hunting, have fun hunting. If you're shopping, have fun shopping. If you if you love leftovers, have fun picking out. That's what I'm going to be doing the rest of the weekend. And uh, go Steelers.